Hello there. I am the Reverend Dr. Theta Franz. Welcome to my podcast, Between the Two Trees. And this is a podcast about spirituality and feelings and journeying inward. This podcast is, a, is for people of all faiths and no faith. So no matter what you believe or don't, you're welcome to explore here. And this is a place where we talk about ways to go inward, find the strength and resources we need to get through life. I haven't had a podcast posted here for some time. I think the last one I did was back in March. It was a sermon that I had given at Lancaster Metaphysical Chapel in early March. And I haven't done much public speaking since the pandemic. Uh, Some people are referring to it as the before times, and I haven't been out speaking, so I didn't have anything to post to the podcast. And quite honestly, in the early months of the pandemic, I, I just felt like I didn't have anything to say. I didn't know what to say. So I spent some time going inward and just getting through, right? getting through this difficult time. And I had a friend mention to me that I hadn't posted anything on this podcast in a long time. And she was encouraging me to start recording again. And that was the impetus for this this podcast that I decided to do. I want to talk to you about the pandemic and about what I've observed in folks as this has proceeded to go on. And I want to talk to you about developing some inner resources that might help you as we get through this difficult time. These are resources that I use that have been helpful to me. And uh, obviously, I can't share anything that I don't know about, right? So I tend to share what I've lived. I tend to share my lived experience in this podcast. And I also share it with my clients. I work in the world as a psychotherapist. I'm also an ordained interfaith, interspiritual minister. And often what I share with people that I'm working with or, with, or that I'm helping, I, I just share my lived experience. And that's what I want to do in this podcast today. You know, in the before times, we had ways to manage stress, like entertainment, like go to the movies, go to a ball game, go to the club, go to a bar, maybe meet with friends, maybe take a vacation, get away from it all. And for some folks, those options are no longer available. I know that there are varying levels of being conservative as far as human contact, and people make different choices about those. My family, in my family, we've chosen to be very conservative. But still, some of the options that people used to have for reducing their stress, going to the bar, going to the movies... Um, those things are not available, or at least not as readily available. Maybe going out to eat, going to your favorite restaurant. Um, some of those things aren't, aren't as readily available. 
what I've observed is that folks, the ones I'm talking with, the ones I'm working with, the, the ones I'm just encountering in my day-to-day life, folks are having a really hard time because as a culture, we really haven't emphasized developing inner resources for dealing with tragedy, trauma, difficulty, hardship. Now, there are some exceptions in, in various religions, for example, your various houses of worship, but it's, that's part of the function of religion is to give you those, give you that faith, give you those inner resources. But even for people of faith, they don't have some of the distractions that they might still use um, to be able to reduce their stress or reduce their focus on, on what's difficult. So I wanted to talk tonight about what's possible in terms of developing some inner resources. You know, I've been complaining, not necessarily complaining, but I've been talking with people like, oh, I've observed that the difficulty a lot of people are having is that they don't have this chance to distract themselves. They really need to develop some inner resources. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe it would be even more helpful instead of me just pointing out what's lacking it would be even more helpful for me to actually provide some of those resources instead of just pointing out their absence. I would say for, for me, the first helper in dealing with the difficult and the stressful is meditation, having a regular meditation practice. Many folks, several folks I've talked to say, well, I tried meditation, it didn't work. To me, that's kind of like saying, well, I wanted to get fit, so I went to the gym once and it didn't work. Meditation is not something you can just try once or twice or even a few times and then say whether or not it, quote, works or not. Meditation is a practice. And there's all different kinds of meditation. You can use guided meditations. There's a lot of them out there in the interwebs that you can get for uh, without any cost. There are guided meditations. There's meditation music. There's uh, silent meditation, which is the one that I prefer. Uh, There's also mantra, using a mantra for meditation. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can just be a single word like peace or breath or grace or love. And the idea is that you sit still for a period of time and that length the length of that time can vary. It can be as short as five minutes. It can be as long as an hour. Uh, The research on transcendental meditation, which is meditating in silence, demonstrates that the most benefit is received uh, at at the 20-minute mark. If you're meditating 20 minutes twice a day, that's when, that's the peak benefit. So there's no need to meditate more than that unless you want to. And, and as you become more practiced in meditation, it really, it, it can feel like slipping on your favorite sweater. 
it really can feel very easeful and relaxing and enjoyable. It doesn't have to be drudgery every time. I will admit, I don't always want to meditate. I do know that a regular meditation practice has really saved my behind um, for some reasons that I'm going to go over here shortly. But meditation is not something you can do right or wrong. It's not something you're good at or not good at. It's just something you choose to practice or choose not to practice. There are many benefits to meditation. Again, you can use Google to find out what all the physiological benefits to meditation are. Obviously, reduced stress, reduced cortisol in the body, which is a stress hormone that is very hard on the body, improved sleep. Uh, people who meditate tend to be generally uh, more happy and just have the people I've met who have a regular meditation practice. This isn't research. This is just my my experience. The people I have met who, re- who meditate regularly tend to be less reactive. They tend to also be pretty successful people. And by success, I mean they have they function well in their lives, in their jobs, in their relationships. They they're functioning pretty well. Some of the benefits that I've experienced personally in meditation is it gives me a chance to realize that I am not my thoughts. The more the longer I've meditated the more I've realized over the years, like, oh yeah, I am not my thoughts. There is, there is another who is thinking those thoughts. And I can observe. If I'm able to observe my, my thinking, that means I, I can't just be the one thinking the thoughts. That I have to be more than the thoughts, right? Because I'm able to observe my thoughts. And it's important that I be able to observe my thoughts so that I can start to question my thoughts and I can start analyzing and getting curious about what I'm believing. Just because I think something doesn't mean it's true. And I get to choose which thoughts I believe and which ones I let go of. I can question the thoughts that cause me to suffer. I can ask myself, is there evidence for this? Is there evidence against it? Am I only looking at one kind of evidence? If I were to ask a friend about this, what would they say? Is there any other way to look at this? And I have a better chance of doing that if I'm not believing every thought that comes through my brain. Meditation also gives me a chance to still the body. Like, just be still for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Just be still, still the body. And sit and breathe. And just notice what it is I'm feeling. You know, so much of the time, all the activity, the inward activity that we have is between our two ears. It's just thinking, 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 thinking. 
And if you're willing to go below your chin, there's so much information that your body can give you. You know, we talk about using our instincts and I had a gut feeling. Well, you know, your gut feeling is not between your ears. And I, I really believe we're missing out on a lot of information that we could have because we don't know how to tune into feelings. We think our way through our feelings instead of feeling them. Meditation increases my awareness of what's a thought and what's a feeling and how to pay attention to what it is I'm feeling. I can observe my feelings instead of having the experience of drowning in them. So I can observe my thoughts. That's a benefit of meditation for me. I can connect to and observe my feelings. That's another benefit. And then I can learn about the different parts of me that are having these thoughts and feelings. And this is an approach I take in my therapy too. And the work that I do with clients is, is um, it's called internal family systems. And it's the, the more common or the, the vernacular is, is parts work. And we all have different parts. You have a part of you, if you've ever had um, some ambivalence about a decision you're going to make, part of you wants to quit your job and part of you wants to keep it. Well, that's, those are parts, right? There's, a, there's an aspect of you that wants to keep the job, an aspect of you that doesn't. There's a part of you that believes you're a success. There's a part of you that's concerned you're a failure. There's your inner critic, the one that's always that voice that's telling you how stupid you are and how lazy you are and how if you could just do the next uh, thing better, that you would have a better life and you'd make more money or what have you. So there's, there's the inner cheerleader, the part of you that says, yeah, you can do it. So there's all these different, different parts and meditation helps to connect you more to your thoughts and feelings and helps you observe these different aspects and, and parts And as you're becoming aware of your thoughts and your feelings and all these different parts, it just, it can help you to really feel what you're feeling instead of resisting it, instead of avoiding it, because that's been part of the problem during the pandemic is, is we haven't, and by we, I mean, all of us in the culture, we haven't been able to use the usual things that would keep us from feeling distress or discomfort, sadness, disappointment. And instead, we're not wanting to feel those things and not not able to make them go away. I'm wondering if maybe it wouldn't be better or if you wouldn't suffer a little less to instead welcome the feelings, be able to experience them feel them, be with them, and watch. Because when you, when you feel your feelings, they come, they peak, and they leave. But if you're always thinking about your feelings, you can keep that going for hours and hours and days and days, even weeks, months, and years. And it can feel like you're really stuck in them instead of allowing them to move on. Meditation, for me anyway, is what helped 
begin the process of noticing my thoughts, noticing my feelings, and allowing my feelings and all that came with them so that there was less resistance and more flow. Things could just flow in and out, and I could allow them. You know, I can allow for sadness today. I can allow for anger, frustration, upset, joy, delight, all of those things. There was a time when I was in resistance to feeling the, quote, bad feelings, what we label bad, anger, frustration, fear, and I could only, I thought I could only let myself have the good feelings, and it didn't go very well for me. I was in resistance to the feelings that I called, quote, bad, and I developed all kinds of habits and methods of avoiding those feelings. It was much more helpful to me, and I suffered much less, and I've observed my clients suffer much less as they are able to allow themselves to just feel what it is they're feeling instead of either getting stuck in their thoughts or resisting allowing feelings that are uncomfortable. See, I don't think feelings are good or bad. They're comfortable and uncomfortable. Distress is uncomfortable. Fear is uncomfortable. Anxiety is uncomfortable. Survivable, but uncomfortable. It's not necessarily good or bad. Feelings are signs. They tell us something's up. Something, something needs your attention. And our reaction, particularly to the uncomfortable feelings, more often than not, is to push them away. Instead of giving our attention, we distract ourselves with habits or distractions of other, kind, that, other kinds that keep us from really feeling what it is that we're feeling. I've talked some about meditation and what I wanted to do next is to offer uh, some tips for meditation and then a guided meditation. I have been asked repeatedly if I would record a guided meditation for folks to use as a way of getting started in their meditation practice. And I'm going to follow through with that in this podcast. But first, some tips for meditation. You don't have to be in, uh, sit in the lotus position with your uh, candle burning and, or incense and darkened room and all of that. You don't need all of that. You can just sit in a comfortable chair and put your feet on the floor and close your eyes and breathe. And just breathe. You can sit on the edge of your bed. You can sit. And I think sitting is better than laying down because if you lay down, you might fall asleep. So just sit up. You don't have to sit straight up. Make sure your posture is uh, straight enough so that you can breathe easily. You don't have to take a bunch of deep breaths. You can maybe take one or two deep breaths to start with just to get yourself settled in. And close your eyes and just breathe. And if you find your brain is exceedingly busy, you might want to give it something to do in that quiet. So you can, as you're breathing in, you can say in your mind, now I'm breathing in. And as you're breathing out, you can say, now I'm breathing out. 
And that gives your little puppy mind something to do because our brains, they like busy. And you just sit and breathe. And as you breathe in, you say, now I'm breathing in. And as you breathe out, you say, now I'm breathing out. And just sit and do that for five minutes or ten minutes, once or twice a day. And notice what you notice. You might notice that your body gets twitchy. You might notice that you're having a lot of thoughts. You might notice some days there aren't as many thoughts and other days there's a bunch. And see if you can go through the experience without judging it or yourself. Without saying, oh, I did well today or I didn't do as well today. Really, the only wrong way to meditate is to not do it. If you're, if you're sitting still, closing your eyes and breathing, you are meditating successfully. Congratulations. And just notice, just notice what you notice. Allow it to be okay. And you may find that over time, it doesn't feel like it's quite so hard to get yourself to that place of quiet it may get a little easier. Although certainly some days will be easier than others. As someone who's been meditating regularly for several years now, I can tell you that the days I meditate, I tend to do much better than the days that I don't. I'm just more aware and I'm able to respond instead of react. And... Life in general just feels a little bit more manageable for me when on the days that I'm meditating. I'm going to invite you to join me in a guided meditation. So find somewhere comfortable to sit and get yourself settled in. I find it's best if I have my feet placed on the floor. It's a good grounding position. It just feels good. It feels more solid and connected to have the feet on the floor. And you don't have to sit straight up, but sit, sit up enough so that you can breathe easily. And if you like, you can take a deep breath in. And let it go. And take another deep breath in. And let it go. And maybe you could gently close your eyes. If you prefer, you can soften your gaze and look at a spot on the floor. Just noticing what it feels like to get still and breathe. Noticing the coolness of the breath as it comes into the body and how easy it is to just let it go on an exhale. And this is all you're doing. You're just sitting and breathing. There's nothing else to do. There's nowhere you need to go. 
just noticing the breath. Maybe noticing that your body gets twitchier when you get still. Maybe noticing that there's a flurry of thoughts. Just let them pass by. There they are. They come and they go. You have nothing else to do right now. You're just going to sit and breathe. Notice your in-breath. Notice how easy it is to just let go as you exhale. Maybe sitting there breathing like you've been doing, you notice. It's just a little bit more relaxation than there was when you started. Feeling the air go in and out with such ease. Noticing your feet on the floor. Noticing where your arms are resting. Noticing your hands and fingers. Noticing how your back feels against the chair. I invite you to notice any places of tension in your body, any tightness. And in the next few breaths, just send that breath to that place that's tight. And notice how those tight places release just a little bit when you do that. Maybe there's tension in your neck. Send the breath there and watch it release. Maybe there's tension between your shoulders. Send some breath there and watch them let go. Maybe there's tension in your lower back. Take another breath and watch as it releases just a little. Anywhere there's tension in the body, just notice and breathe and let it go. Breathing is so easy. Air comes in and goes out with such ease. And busy thoughts might come back. That's okay. Just notice that's what's happening. Back to the breath. Breathing in and breathing out. 
Noticing how good it feels to be still just for a moment. Grateful for just a little ease in your day. Breathing in and out with ease. Just a little more relaxation with each breath. Grateful for a few moments of peace and stillness. Noticing the breath coming in and out. Noticing how it feels to be still. Taking a few more breaths. Grateful for the stillness. I invite you to take a deep breath in and let it go. And another deep breath in and let it go. And then one more deep breath in let it go. And then smile. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Grateful for a little breath and stillness. Thanks so much for joining me in this meditation. Thanks for listening to this episode. And I look forward to us getting together again soon. Love and blessings.